Welcome everyone to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again for my good friend, Matt. Ah! Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Are you okay? So in the in our December fifth podcast titled "This Is a Lot," um, I started my intro by saying, "What if I started a podcast by just screaming really loud?" Oh my god! <laughs> and then you said, "And then you said you should do that in the Super Bowl week because I'll forget about it." <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my god, that is great. <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy you remembered. <laughs> It's it is like a season finale now because it's like we're yeah. ti- we're tying off all our loose ends. <laughs> wow, that's that is perfect. That, that... <laughs> Anyways, um, that that's that's good. That was a good start. Welcome everyone to Welcome. our Super Bowl edition of the virtual. Ball Boys podcast. It has been a long time coming. It's been a long season, a season where I, did we think even in the beginning if we would make it to this point? I don't know. It, Not really sure. We, we didn't know for sure. But through, through the power but, of capitalism, we made it. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, we didn't think that we'd make it, and we are here. We have we are on the cusp of the kickoff to the Super Bowl. Of course, any I mean, let's knock on wood. Anything could happen, I guess, in the next few days. Right. But <laughs> barring that, it looks like the Super Bowl is going to be going off as planned. And uh, I, I am so excited about it. What what is your excitement level for this game and Sunday, just in general? I think that if the team if the teams were maybe a little bit different, I think I think the excitement level would be a little higher. I'm about I'm at about a seven and a half. Okay, that's a if, solid. Yeah, if the Bills were in, I'd be at about a nine. Okay. By comparison. Yeah, I, <laughs> I would say I'm relatively excited. Like I would say I'm an eight myself. I um, you know, I I think that the I I would be probably a lot more anxious if there was a team that hasn't won a Super Bowl, uh, in the mix. You know, like to me, like that that is kind of a barometer of like how much excitement or dread I have right. for for a Super Bowl. <laughs> dread would more likely be for teams that like have like the two teams playing have like four or five championships each type situation. Uh. It's just like okay, well, I, <laughs> I just it's just another it's just another day for these two teams, right? Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's it is it is a it's a great matchup. It's really exciting, I, and I'm super excited to break down all of our different, um, you know, all the different things that we're looking forward to in just a little bit. We also will be talking commercials because that was that's a fun that's a fun thing. That was really the only thing I gave a crap about with the Super Bowl back like I don't know as like early as like seven or eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so that's we we we're gonna tie that in. Uh, we're gonna give. Uh, but first, but first. Oh, we have a Matt watch to discuss. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're a little early. I was still telling, talking about well, the, the recap. Well, but... the Matt Matt watch has to be a surprise. Oh boy. Okay. All right. Hit me with it then. So the Lions have traded quarterback Matt Stafford to the Los Angeles Rams for Jared Goff. 
the Rams' first-round picks in 2022 and 2023 and a third-round pick in 2021. This is a shakeup for both teams, one of which is entering a rebuild, one of which is hoping that they can this can put them over the edge for the uh for the the Super Bowl next year. This has been Matt Watch. Yeah, I, so I, I that that was going to be our first our, our first segment anyway. But I yes, I <laughs> I told I totally hear what you're saying. It, it is it is as big of a Matt Watch update as we could have uh going into the Super Bowl. I we had a uh slightly le- to a lesser extent, but still a shocking um, or surprise quarterback trade just a few years ago when Alex Smith was traded from uh, from Kansas City to Washington, um, and it, but this is a quarterback exchange. We have two franchises that have completely moved on from their franchise guys. Uh, two number one overall picks, former number one overall picks. Um, yeah, first time that this, that has ever happened. Yeah, that they got to trade for each other. Um, so it, it is a very weird, surreal trade. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on uh, either side of this of this trade? So I think I, I think this is one of those NFL trades that works out well for both sides. Both sides get what they need out of this. Rams are a win now team, and they need that extra consistency when it comes to quarterback to take them to this next level. The reason the Lions haven't been bottom bottom of the barrel for the entire time that Stafford's been the quarterback is because Stafford has been the quarterback. Yeah. So he is, he is this type of quarterback who's really consistent, can play really well, even in awful situations. And for the, uh, for the lions, it's they're in a rebuild. They signed their head coach to a six year contract. They know they're going to need, uh, need some time to build this team back up. And these picks are really going to help. And Jared Goff will just be there to bridge the gap. I think. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we we were seeing reports about, you know, and this was after you know Doug Peterson uh, was let go with his situation with Philadelphia with the uh, second overall pick of the twenty sixteen draft, Carson Wentz. The guy right, that went right before him has started becoming having friction with his head coach and Sean McVay, yep. um, and that was that was kind of the sign that like maybe the Rams are would be looking to move on uh from him and uh but they but they need to have someone that could carry the load of this win now team this great defense this offense that has a lot of good players on it um that I I mean I think the Matthew Stafford is definitely like a missing piece of the puzzle. Not that I don't I do still think that the offense for the Rams could improve. Oh um, for sure. A bit. I don't know how much cap room they have left at this point. Uh, Not a lot. <laughs> you know, so I it's probably it probably won't be a major. Uh, they they probably won't have another major haul like this. Um, you you texted when I sent, told you that this happened and you you, you went to Twitter. Uh, your first reaction was the Rams don't like first round picks, <laughs> and, <laughs> which is true. Yeah, it's it's completely true. We had they have not picked a first round pick since Jared Goff, right? That, but that's the surreal thing. Look who they are getting out of it. They got Jalen Ramsey. They have Matthew Stafford now. Like they yeah. they are they are choosing known commodities versus potential. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it's it is like why not in, invest our capital in mm-hmm. a player that we've seen succeed at this level that we have seen perform 
you know, relatively well, and it, and instead of like just you know taking a gamble, because at the end of the day, like this team consistently, even if the even the years that they didn't make the playoffs, which was last year, you know they're still like picking in like the what the eighteen nineteen range, like right. that you that is no guarantee to be a success, just as much as picking number one overall is not even that much of a success. Exhibit A, Jerry Goff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it just it didn't work out. And at the end of the day, like they decided to set heads out for the Lions. I'm with. I I think it's a good trade for both sides. I think, you know, that's and it's good news for Brad Holmes, who just comes from the Rams organization to take over as the Lions general manager. Um, you know, it, it's 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 a good sign for. I wonder if they like tried to push brad holmes to get hired for the lions so that way they could take matthew stafford from the lions <laughs> I, I i'm now kind of curious about that but i i am like they the lions are coming out saying like it's not so much that we think that jared goff is a bridge we we think that he's the franchise quarterback and what do you think of that notion do you think that they legitimately feel like they that they could fix Jared Goff and get him to a position where he might be able to succeed there for years to come. There's always the chance, right? Yeah. The problem is we've seen Jared Goff when he's not necessarily at his full potential. And it's hard to be at your full potential when the rest of the team around you is so bad. Right. So I'd I'd like to say that they, they could, and there's, there's still a chance that they can, but it is the lions. Right, and so, it's still it is a very strange situation because we haven't gotten the the you know the one read of Dan Campbell as far as that he's accountable, um, <laughs> and you know that I mean that's really all we know about Campbell at this point. You know, is that and, and we know we like we know that he is a very passionate coach, um, and we know that Anthony Lynn is the offensive coordinator with the Lions now, um, you know, so. That and that's, that I am in, that I am interested in, and and I don't know, like I, I Anthony Lynn is has been a good coach. I know I understand the people with time management shit was not great, but everyone else, everything else about his coaching has been solid over the years. Um, when it comes to players enjoying Anthony Lynn's presence, you know, and 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 working with him and people having high praise for him as a, as a coach, um, so. I, I would be curious to see if he if he works with golf and and if things could improve. They do have weapons there. I mean, Galladay. They do. Galladay is great. You know, like there, there's there's there are players there that can succeed. I, I I agree with you though. I do think this team is moving towards rebuild territory and probably will be on that like zero and sixteen watch um, that we kind of have like on a yearly basis at this point for all these NFL teams. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I you know we'll, we'll see how it goes. But I think a good trade for both sides. Hell yeah. Um. All right. Well, that out of the way. It was, that was a big. That was a nice little uh, dunk in the old uh, off season swimming pool that we had in the this past weekend. And now we are getting out. We're drying off, and we're getting right back into Super Bowl mode. Uh, as we are now going to set the stage for you guys, all right? We have uh, some of our favorites. We have a lot of storylines to work off of, a lot of different elements that we uh, that are interesting about this about this matchup. Uh, and I think that Matt, you're going to start off with the one that has been talked about 
to death at this point. <laughs> I mean, we got the we got the 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 old goat and the baby goat facing off. Yeah, there you Tom go. Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. This uh, this idea of okay, the past twenty years, Tom Brady has been it. He's been in ten of these things since the year since he entered the league. Yeah, which wild. was about twenty years ago. It's it's insane. This guy has has dominated the NFL for so long. And if there was any more debate about who was the best best person to ever play this game, I don't think that debate exists anymore. However, yeah, yeah, that might be changed because of the current uh, because of the baby goat Patrick Mahomes, who in his second season led his team uh, second season as a uh, a full time starter led his team to a Super Bowl win, first one in fifty years for the team, and he's right back in here again. And for the foreseeable future, we'll keep doing that. So even though Brady's done it for the past ten past twenty. We're going to see if Mahomes is going to be the one to do the same, if he will take down the the old guard or if the old guard will reign supreme once again in terms of the quarterback. 100%. Uh, it is going to be fascinating to see. Um, you know, it's Brady has pretty much proven everything, with, maybe with the exception of winning a Super Bowl with someone other than the Patriots. Um and that's that's where we're at. And Patrick Mahomes, I mean, if he, he if he wins the Super Bowl, he's he's already surpassed the pace that Brady was at uh, in the start of his career. And we could see the start of the, the basically the handing off of the torch on Sunday uh, if Mahomes uh, moves on to win. Uh, I I I'm even more intrigued, in my opinion, about the coaches that are in this matchup. Um, I. For a long time, I've enjoyed seeing Andy Reid coach, and I've enjoyed Bruce Arians as a coach as well. The no risk and no biscuit operation that he has run uh, from his time in Arizona to uh, now with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, who knew that he would get another shot to go on a deep run? And I, I, I'm with how good those Arizona teams were. It's surprising that that his first appearance as a head coach in the Super Bowl. Uh, is with the Buccaneers instead. Um, you know, just a, a great, uh, crazy journey for him as a coach from, you know, having to take over for Chuck Pagano as an interim head coach in, in Indianapolis while uh, Pagano was fighting cancer, uh, won a Coach of the Year award as an interim head coach <laughs> in the Colts, you know, spent years as an offensive corner for guys like Peyton Manning and Roethlisberger and, and a, quite a few others. Um, finally got the opportunity in Arizona, had the few years there that was with Carson Palmer leading the way. Uh, and now he's coaching with Tom Brady and he has the opportunity to, to win a Super Bowl finally. Uh, and I, I, I yeah, like I said, I, I'm happy for him because he's just, it, it's, he's just been so such, such a major staple in the league for so long. And finally to get his opportunity to, uh, you know, to coach in this, but Andy Reid too. Like Andy Reid is considered one of the greatest coaches of all time already, and if he can really cement that with a second Super Bowl, um, not that I didn't think he was before, but I think that that would put him into like being locked up for this for a uh, birth into the Hall of Fame. Absolutely, I would think. Uh, what's uh, what else do you got? 
I, I I had another thing in mind, but I'm actually going to talk about this instead. Sure. Uh, last year there was the there was the thing about the um the fact that this was the first time there were two red teams in the Super Bowl. We got that again <laughs> two years in a row, and I wonder if that's I I doubt it is, but what if this was the first time that two co- like repeating color combinations repeated in the same row, repeated in a row, which I which thinking back probably not the case because. A lot um, of teams double dipped. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that's a good question. I would have to let do me, like. Let, let me take a look. Research into the years of of Super Bowl, uh, of of matchups. I mean, I'm sure that there's so many. There's a there's a good a good group of red teams. There's a lot of blue teams. There is a lot of blue teams. <laughs> there's a lot of blue teams that I would imagine that blue has been repeated year over year. Yeah, let me take a look at. Okay. This this could count. We had San Francisco in 1989 to 1990. We had, oh, you know what? The, this makes it easier. Dallas Buffalo happened two years in a row. 93, oh. 94. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there you so go. That, that, that's your, that's your that's your double blue. That counts. Double, double, double blue. blue. Double blue. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, oh, oh, and uh. By the way, I and I, this is another thing that I this is another little storyline I just thought of that will derive from what to, will not include the initial list I had here. Um, there's a lot of uh, diversity in this Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. uh, especially you know uh, the Buccaneers have two black uh, coordinators with Leftwich and Bowles. Todd Bowles, I forgot about Todd Bowles. I do <laughs> former Jets coach uh, getting his opportunity is in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, and of course, be enemy on the other side of Kansas city chiefs. There's also, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has two female coaches as well. Lori locusts, uh, defensive line assistant. And, uh, I hope I can pronounce this right. Merrill Java defer. Java defar. I, I, I apologize if I butchered that, but they, uh, she's also the assistant strength and conditioning coach. Um, and then Sarah Thomas, uh, the, uh, off the official, uh, the first female official will be the first woman to officiate the super bowl as well so just you know it's also it's also about the diversity of this league um so uh you 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 also were going to bring up the tampa bay element of this yes the fact that they are in they are home tampa bay is hosting a super bowl for the first time ever the last time we got close was the uh was the vikings a, a, a little bit ago yeah where they they almost got got the chance to, but sadly fell short to the greatest quarterback of all time, Nick Foles. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they get to be home. They uh, the unfortunately they will not get. They are not allowed to fire cannons. Yes, if they yep. if they if they score, which makes sense. They do still have to try to make it a neutral game atmosphere. But like, there's a giant fucking pirate ship there anyway, so. I, well, you know what, I, 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 I disagree with this notion. Why couldn't they, why, why couldn't they fire the cannons for for Kansas City for both teams? Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, why not, why not just like, like fire Make it, it cooler. up. Yeah, there you go. And, and and like and and if you want to like if you really want to make it neutral, not make it seem like like change up how the cannons are fired, like have confetti come out of the cannons or something, and like maybe yeah. change up the colors each time, like if, if, if you're able to fill it up that quickly, you know, like, I don't know, like it's just they, they, there's ways that they can work this out, um, and it's very much a disappointing on on that front. But uh, Tampa Bay, you know, beautiful Florida city, uh, a good you know another once again a back-to-back florida situation 
uh, yep. in the Super Bowl. Um, so obviously the the storyline of this of the season, uh, once again, it's going to be carrying over to the Super Bowl, and it's the idea of COVID uh being just hanging over all of our heads uh during this time and what impact is it going to have on the super bowl well um they are still despite i feel like some people out there including myself where i'm like i don't i don't think this is a good idea but the nfl is going to do it anyway they are going to have at least twenty thousand fans in this in the stadium for this uh for this game um and we've already seen the Chiefs get somewhat impacted by uh, the by the COVID uh, situation. Uh, mm-hmm. Their hairstylist uh, got COVID, and uh, Demarcus Robinson, who had the haircut the, night, the day before, had to go into quarantine. And uh, Daniel Kelgore um, was halfway through his haircut when they found out that the hairstylist had COVID, so they pulled him immediately. So he has half a haircut. Um, and he's in, he's also in, in protocol. Both of them are expected as long as they don't test positive to come back, get back to the team on time to play in the game. Um, I, I feel a whole bunch of uncomfortableness about this entire season having been just played with everything going on. But I mean, at the end of the day, it looks like and knock on wood again, but it looks like things are going to go off and be okay when it's all said and done. Hopefully. Hopefully, I think the uh, the other thing we need to worry about now is the rain. Oh yeah, that's right. It is. <laughs> it is. It is, is going to rain, and all of those cardboard cutouts are going to be soaked and just dis- just they're they're uh, all just going to be like rainbow like caricatures <laughs> on the sidelines. No one's oh going to discern what the fuck they are. <laughs> uh, uh, what any? Uh, you have one last one. No, those that those those were all. Uh, I for for me, I I had, I added the oh you had the tight end matchup. Yeah, but I I thought we were gonna stick with three, so I switched and did the color uh, one. All right, fine, that's fine. <laughs> all right, so Brady Gronk, uh, uh, Gronk and and Kelsey were the were two of the tight ends. Uh, were or is also a showcase of this matchup. Kind of like kind of like old guard to new guard, although Kelsey has been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's kind of like the. Uh, it's kind of like the, you know, the two greatest quarter- quarterbacks of all time, potentially, if we want to put more homes on that level, um, and the two greatest tight ends of all time, or one of the, uh, uh, among the greatest tight ends of among all time. Among the greatest, yeah. Yeah, in, in Gronk and, and Kelsey, so, um, it is going to be an interesting matchup on that one. Uh, I also have just sporadic connections here. Um, so, the defensive coordinator for, for the, for the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve Spagnola. Uh, he, his claim to fame is the two times in which the Giants went to the Super Bowl. He was the defensive coordinator and he led the defense against Tom Brady and shut down Tom Brady both times. Uh, All right. And, and that was, so he, so he is once again, has the opportunity to coach the Kansas City Chiefs defense, which has played well in January in this game and potentially has the, has, has the potential to shut down this Brady led offense once one more time. Um, also, Tyron Matthews and Bruce Arians. I mean, this was the Arizona connection. Bruce Arians drafted Tyron Matthew when they were in Arizona, and Matthew, of course, had the, the had the legal troubles that he did um, going into uh, this, uh, going into the uh, the league, and 
he, he was given a chance and he has since turned around his life, Matthew, and uh, has been one of the best safeties out there. I mean, he's yeah. one of the best safeties in the league. Um, and it's it's partly thanks to Bruce Arians, who's coaching on the other sideline in this game. So that's a fun storyline as well. And uh, just a little note, uh, LaShawn McCoy has a chance to go back-to-back seasons where he's like he, he's going to pull like a little Garrett Blunt where he wins one championship with the Chiefs last year and then wins it again this year, but this time with the Buccaneers. Okay, but is he going to be active in this one? Uh, I don't think he was active with the Chiefs. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> so, but is he going to be active with this one? Because like, just I you're know. on the Super Bowl winning team, but you didn't play in the game. Yeah, but he still has a chance for have two two titles. Oh, two I know, teams. I know. But I want <laughs> him to. I want him to not be active. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. We'll we'll, we'll see if he if he he isn't. I I they, Larry Fournette has had quite the off season, and I I would guess that uh, Ronald Jones would get I, you know time as well. Good. Yeah. So I mean, those are I, the top I, two, but who's behind them? That's the question. Mm. That is the question. That is the question. We'll follow that storyline. All right. We'll talk more about the game later when we make our picks. But for now, let's turn our attention to the commercial draft that we will be doing. So, yes, we have uh, the NFL as a way of really making every every element of this Super Bowl uh, a must watch, including the commercials, the commercials are a special part of the uh of the game because they are just weird wacky and only air once pretty much with the with a few exceptions um and you know it's going to be fun and it's always interesting to see what kind of what kind of super bowl commercials are going to air so we i'm decided to make a game out of it uh what we're going to do is we're going to draft five commercials each and whichever set of commercials airs first is the winner the so essentially if my five let, 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 let's say i have five and you have five matt if your five commercials air before my five commercials do then you win the you win the, the draft essentially cool. so cool. it's it's basically it, and it could happen where um i have four that air right away but the last one the very last commercial doesn't air until basically the end of the super bowl after all yours airs you win so it, it really is last like, last commercial loses is all or nothing essentially yep. on this one um so we've looked at the commercials uh there's a quite a few articles out there and quite a few videos out there already of the commercials we haven't watched any of them we have only going off of the titles themselves and the the premises of them so with that being said matt i'll give you the floor you pick first all right well you uh i have to go with the 101 and that's the bud light commercial Okay. Because All right. But Bud Light, uh, Bud Light, you know, it they 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 kill it every year, and because of how much they, uh, because of how much they um, they do with commercials, they're gonna have it early on. They're very popular, so it is gonna be an earlier commercial. So yeah. I am going to start out with the Bud Light Avengers commercial, and I haven't seen any of these. No, yeah, no, yeah, but absolutely. There are there is another Bud Light one, so the first Bud Light one is what I will go. Yeah. So I was going to say, so we, we're going to, we're not going to have it be, uh, we're not, we're, we're, we're going to focus on the part ones of these commercials. There's, there's some commercials out there that have a part one and a part two. Yes. It's part one that needs to air, not both is what we're okay. going with. 
right. I, no, no, so I'm, I, no, I'm curious. I'm just curious. You, do you agree with that notion? Or uh, you... No, let, yeah, let, let's do like first airing. So now that I said Bud Light, I get all the Bud Lights. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. And so... as, soon as, as soon as the first Bud Light comes on, that's it. Bud Light crossed off the list. Okay, there you go. So I'm I'm gonna take a similar a similar approach then with my first pick. I'm gonna take Mitchell Mikola uh, Ultra on this one. Um, <laughs> that looks like I don't know if I pronounced that right. I hope I did. Mikolob. Mikolob. Something like that. Um, the first one's featuring a bunch of athletes. Second one's gonna feature Don Cheadle. Um, and uh, but uh, so it's the but that's gonna be the first round is gonna be the athletes airing with Serena Williams. Anthony Davis and Peyton Manning. Um, so th- I'm taking that one. That's going to be my first my first pick. Excellent. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, now, are, are we going to do Snake? Um, sure. Let's Snake it to make it okay. more fair. I'll, I'll take Frito-Lays after that. I'm going to take all the right. Frito-Lay commercial. Uh, that is with all the football legends, Troy Aikman, Joe Montana, Troy, Terry Bradshaw. Uh, Marshawn Lynch is doing the narration for it. Um and uh, yeah, I'll I'll do I'll do Frito Lay. I think that they they're gonna want as and uh, plus the commercial title is called "Twas the Night Before Super Bowl," so I'd imagine that it happens early. So I'm okay, gonna go with yeah, that. I can see that. All right. Uh, next one we're gonna go with is from a, a company who I've really enjoyed the adver- advertisements for lately. Um, and I could have turned this into a VBB intro, but is it weird that? a ton of State Farm commercials have to constantly explain to Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes that they don't have the, the Rodgers rate or the Patrick Price or what the fuck ever. Like, he has <laughs> to explain multiple times that that doesn't exist. Right, 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 yeah. And maybe that's why they're recruiting someone new. I'm going to draft the State Farm commercial. The State Farm commercial, okay. Yeah. All right, interesting. I actually I haven't seen that on this list yet. I'll, I'll, I'll look for it. But I tr- Scroll I, down a little bit. I, I trust that it's there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's I, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, oh yes, yep. Jake from, Jake from State Farm recruits another player, but it's a tease, so we don't know who it is. Yes, we don't know who it is yet. We'll we'll see. It will be someone. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, what's your then, next pick? All right, the next one. I'm gonna go with another uh, with another heavyweight in terms of uh, in terms of commercials. Sure. Because again, I think they're gonna have it early. And I'm also just I don't know what the fuck it means. Matthew McConaughey is flat. <laughs> Because it's for it's it's for Doritos 3D, but that reads like a Yahoo Answers. So, <laughs> I yeah, I I I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you what the hell that means. Um, All right. Yeah, I I but how excited are you for 3D Doritos? Oh, you're not a big Dorito I, guy. I'm not a I'm not a Doritos fan. Ah, oh, 3D Doritos. I'm excited to see those come back. I have to I have to I have to pick those up mm-hmm. at some point. Nice. Um. All right, I'm gonna go. Um, Tide was a big part of the last set of uh, last Super Bowl, yeah. uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that they they play a big part of this one. I'm gonna draft the Jason Alexander uh, role uh, for this for the Tide commercial, uh, where apparently he's gonna be is that is it was it stepped on or something like stepped that? Stepped on, spit on, and sat on. Jesus. No, oh, there you go. That's my that's my that's my pick there. And uh, let's do Wayne's World. Uh, oh, damn. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, the way the Wayne's World one, which is like right on the top here. I I don't know for what. Oh, it's for Uber Eats. 
so it's the Uber Eats commercial. Uh, but Wayne's World is reuniting for my ho- my this. hometown movie. You snipe from me. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to. I had to get it in before it was too late. Uh, so yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll take that one. Okay. You got. You got the last two. Uh, you got yep, your last. I two got commercial. two more, Thanks. and then you got. You got one to last. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Um, I'll go with a. I'm gonna go with a more serious one. Okay. No, you know what? No, fuck, fuck this. I'm gonna go with Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> you're going. You're going with the fucking. <laughs> I go with the 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 company that is going to be in a a, a fuck ton of legal trouble, and they're running a Super Bowl ad. I yeah I I I saw that today. I was just like, wow. All right, <laughs> all right. So I I gotta go with that. I that one I'm a little I'm a little scared about because I feel like it's one that would go more towards the end, like less people to see it. Yeah, we. But we, yeah, we are all investors. Is the name of the commercial. I don't know though. They, who knows? They sometimes they go serious near the beginning of the Super Bowl. Weirdly, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. All uh, right. Uh, and then the last one I'm gonna do this one because it is. Uh, it, it combines my least favorite condiment, which with one of my least favorite comedians, the Amy Schumer one. Okay. <laughs> Amy Schumer mayonnaise one. <laughs> because her comedy has about as much flavor as mayonnaise does, and I fucking hate mayonnaise. So, <laughs> so you're just it, like, hey, all right, if it airs, it's out of the way. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it gets out of the way, and it's good synergy between mayonnaise and this comedian. Right, 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 right. <laughs> there you go. I, I get it. I completely understand that for, for, for sure. All right, uh, for my last pick, hmm, I have two here that I want to pick from. All right, I'm going to go just because I think it's a little bit more star studded than the other one I had in mind. I'm going to go the Cheetos commercial. Okay, that's with a good one. Shaggy and Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Kunis. Good Kunis. choice. Um so, I decided to I just I was really tempted to do the Four Seasons Total Landscaping one. I forgot but, that that uh, one was happening too. But I but I didn't I didn't want to take anyone that specifically referenced the events of 2020 that's yeah the fivers kind of take like yeah marketing it's off like, of that hey you know hey you know this thing yes we've been fucking living in it this entire goddamn time yeah yeah it's funny they went the other one i was thinking about was the one i mentioned right before the podcast which is the dan dan <laughs> dan, Le- dan levy dan levy holds an m&m captive <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was great but uh, that would have that would have been my sixth draft pick if we kept going yeah. uh but all right so that's that is uh that is the commercial draft uh, would you like to state your team once more? Yes, if I can remember it, because I didn't write it down. I, um, I wrote it down if you want. All right, so let's see. I got Bud Light. Mm-hmm. I got Doritos. I got Hellman's. Yep. Um, I've got State Farm. Yep. And I have... Shit. The corrupt Don't one. Don't tell me. Oh. The corrupt one? Oh, Robin Hood. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and I got uh, Mikola Opcha, uh, Frio Lays, uh, Jason Alexander Tide commercial, Wayne Wor- Wayne's World, and Cheetos Shaggy. I wrote it down as. Um, so there you go. 
That nice. is that is your commercial draft, and we'll we will so, so to follow along with us and mark it off like your bingo card and see uh see which one of us wins. I'm I might I'm probably gonna end up forgetting. Uh, <laughs> we should we should live tweet throughout the Super Bowl at each other. Yeah 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 yeah. I'll, we, say, I'll, I'll oh, there's to... that commercial. Yeah yeah. I'll I'll try to I'll uh I'll I'll, I'll record it on on my DVR just in case some bullshit happens. <laughs> And I, I, I just am not, I'm not paying attention. Uh, yeah. I, I imagine I would be. All right. Uh, before we uh, do our final two segments, it's time for the VVB FL Week Nine recap. We are nearing the end, folks, of this uh, league. Uh, we have one more regular season week that we'll have after the Super Bowl, the Saturday following the Super Bowl, um, and then we'll be in playoff mode. Uh, but for now. Let's go ahead and let's do our recap. Matthew, if you'd like to get us started. Sure. Never call me that again. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. The Privateer skid is no more. Privateers went up against Phoenix City after a touchdown reception by Octodad and another score where Big Boss threw Kirby into the end zone with the ball. Peabody and Drybones tried to keep the offense going, but Steve struggles cost the Phoenixes the game. Matt the Mee, Sly Cooper, and even Pyramid Head all contributed scores, and Miss Pac-Man kicked five extra points for a 35-22 Perth Amboy victory. Perth Amboy still sits in third place at 5-4, while the Phoenixes are stuck in last at 1-8. Yeah, next up, the Brainerd Paladins at East Chicago Blacksmiths. Bayonetta won the deeply personal kicker battle between her and Eggman. But it was the egg who had the last laugh. Diddy Kong and King Boo start the game strong off, uh, uh, strong for the pal- pal- for the Paladins, each scoring a touchdown. Toad and Mewtwo exchange touchdown runs to make it a 27 uh, game going into the half. Sable closed the gap for East Chicago to kick off the third quarter, but Diddy Kong ended up the- ended the comeback with a contested catch and score. Brainerd pulls the upset off, 27 to 21, and in our four and five on the season east chicago falls out of out of first place but sits at six and three next up Esca- anaconda at escondido anaconda has played with their fans hearts so much they might as well be cardiologists but that doesn't make any sense the mountaineers started <laughs> strong with a normal catch by yoshi responses from ness and foxy on the artisan side led to the team being down by six but chas mcfreely's bomb to isabel helped to make it 14 to 13. Unfortunately for them, the rest of the game was almost all Escondido with touchdown catches by Phone Guy and Claire Redfield to seal the game away. Escondido wins 33-20 and moves to 5-4. Anaconda sits at 1-8, locked in the basement of the West. His cardiologists are doctors, Chris. Okay, I know they, they're, they're they, hot doctors, but they don't play. Look, cardiologists are they, they're they're heart are they? They're heart doctors, but they they, they, they treat heart, hearts. They don't play. Okay, okay, well they treat the hearts. <laughs> so they play with the hearts. They treat with the hearts. Mansfield at Weatherford. The Weavers' the defense delivers the biggest upset of Week Nine as they held the the Weatherford red hot offense to just two scores. Mario threw everyone off and gave his first touchdown pass to Ratchet to start the game. Crash caught a wide open touchdown pass to tie the game at the half. The third quarter got weird as Sonic disguised himself as Ratchet to finally get Mario to throw a touchdown pass to him. Then, Tracer and Lucio ran a crisscross route to confuse the defenders, with Lucio catching the score to make it 14-13. However, Mansfield sealed the victory with a catch and flight by Flappy Bird, and Samus could not lead the Sheriffs to score again. Final score, 21-13. Mansfield moves to 7-2 on the year and to first place in the East. Weatherford falls to 7-2 and ends the seven-game win streak. 
And that is your BBBFL Week 9 update. I appreciate you, and I, I apologize for making fun of your writing. <laughs> you know, you got, they, they play with the heart, you know? They, they treat the yeah, heart, you know. they play with the heart. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they should play with it. <laughs> <laughs> just like poking at it <laughs> god damn it all right moving on uh we have uh so so before the super bowl we have the nfl honors which is going virtual this year i don't know what i, I can imagine it's going to be even worse um <laughs> virtually um but uh we do have some rewards to give out as uh, you know, the Hall of Fame stuff we we used to do. I don't care about that. So we're just going to focus on the awards instead. Our final NFL award predictions. Let's start. Uh, let's start. From, let's go from bottom up here. All right. I'm going to start all with right. the comeback player of the year. Who do you think is comeback player? Of the I year? don't. I think this is the easiest selection on the list. Yeah, definitely. I don't. I, why is it not Alex Smith? It has to be, right? <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. I mean, he didn't play dude very almost, well. Dude but, almost died. But yeah, right. He almost died. Like, I, and <laughs> like got to the playoffs. Like, yeah. that's that's enough. Yeah, no, no, he's he's he 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 absolutely deserves to 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 get this to get this award. I agree with you. Uh, I I'm, I as well went with comeback. Uh, with Alex Smith for comeback. Um. Next up, defensive rookie of the year. I went. I, I I know Chase Young is the favorite. I went with Antoine Winfield just because I I still thought that he had a really solid season with the Buccaneers. Uh, as in the secondary, he's going to be a reason why one of the reasons why this this Buccaneers defense is going to be tough uh, to play against uh, on Sunday. Uh, what do you What do you think though for uh, for D? Uh, I also went with someone other than Chase Young. I went with Jeremy Chin again. There you go. Low uh I low chance of happening, but great player. Yeah, yeah, we gotta, we gotta give, we gotta give our odes where, where, where they are necessary, you know. Yep. Um. All right. Next up, offensive rookie of the year. Who do you got? Uh, in the battle of the Justins, Herbert won. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm with <laughs> you. I went with Herbert as well. You, I, I feel like if, if, if a, if a rookie quarterback breaks the, the rookie touchdown record. It's impossible for them not to win rookie of the year. Yeah, it's it's over. It's it's <laughs> yeah, just it's, it's over, over at that point, and you just kind of have to accept it. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I I do think Jefferson's going to be a star in the league. He'll have he'll have a, you know I'm I'm sure a great career with the Vikings. But I think Herbert shows uh, has just he just yeah he broke records. You know he did he did he did he played so well at times that we know that Patrick Mahomes versus Justin Herbert is going to be a great matchup for years to come. Hell yeah! So it's all good. All right, uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, you know, we uh, people are gonna get cute with this pick. I say, don't get cute. Pick the obvious one. It's Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald has has time and time again shown that he's the best defensive player, probably, may I say, ever in the league. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, I can agree is, with that. It is, it is up there at least. He's, <laughs> he has, he has really been like has just con- consistently been a dominant uh, force uh in the league and uh I uh, I I just think that he deserves yet another title at this point. Hats off to you, Aaron. Yeah. Is that are you, is that who you go who you're going with as well? Yeah, I had TJ Watt initially, but okay. I want to I want to give it to Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? People um, with two first names are really powerful. 
It's, it's too and I, no no wonder no wonder he's such a force you know you can't you can't, can't stop that speaking uh well uh what, what's what's your opoy <laughs> uh speaking of two first names Derek yeah. henry <laughs> yeah, same 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 hat same hat uh Derek henry i went with Derek henry as well uh yeah. i, y- I- you have to give it to him just because he 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 would not be eligible for MVP because that's like the quarterback award at this point. Right. I feel I feel like Opoy has become the unofficial. I don't know what's happening with my throat right now. Do you fucking hear this? Yes, yes, I do. But do you hear how weird my voice is right now? I don't. Okay, it's getting yeah. back to normal. Well, welcome, Patrick. I'm I'm so happy to be interviewing <laughs> you, you on this on this podcast. And God, I can't you. wait to listen back to that. That was weird. <laughs> it's not. It was it wasn't as bad as the Patrick Mahomes, but okay, felt it was good timing. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, two fucking two thousand yards. Um, I feel yeah. like the I feel like Opoy has kind of m- relatively become the best offensive non quarterback award. Right, right. That's how I feel it is. Yeah, yeah. Except that you're the Mahomes won it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I I'm with you. I'm picking Derrick Henry because two thousand yards needs to give some sort of accolades. Yes. Um, at that point. Um. All right. Last. But not least, the MVP award. This was a battle between Rodgers and Mahomes down the stretch. Uh, and let's remember too that this, this, uh, uh, this pit, this, these picks, you know, or these votes are put in before the postseason. So yes. whatever happened with Aaron Rodgers, you know that that is not going to count against him necessarily. So what Be- do you feel? Uh, is going to be the MVP. Do you still, do you think that he wins it? Or do you think Mahomes won it anyway? So in my heart, it's Josh Allen, but that's true. I forgot about (laughs) Josh Allen being in the race. Yeah. Yeah. So in my heart, it's Josh Allen, but in my brain, it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. That, that man, like he had, he had his best season this year. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. After they drafted his replacement, like, that was they need to the Packers need to draft another like Packers need to draft a quarterback in the first round every year that they yeah. have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we 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 just need to keep on evaluating, you know, the position, you know. That's right. All. <laughs> that's all. That's all we're doing. Uh I I'm with you. I'm going Aaron Rodgers and I think I would have loved for Allen to go in and get it. And I, I feel like Mahomes is just consistently showing that he's he's one of the, you know, that he's going to end up potentially overtaking Brady someday. I, that's a hard mountain to climb, but I, I, but you can't look at what Aaron Rodgers did and not give it to him after what was, uh, again, like he, he put this team on his back at times. And even with not having like the best wide receiver group out there, still put on a show and, and still worked with what he had. Um, and kind of silenced a lot of people who felt like the Packers, you know, draft class uh, was crappy <laughs> in some ways, <laughs> uh, in, in that sense. Um, so, uh, I, yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Aaron Rodgers for MVP. All right. And now, Matt, uh, I think I did this last year, so I want you to take this. Give us the lead-in to our picks for the Super Bowl. So... Here we have it. Super Bowl 55 LV. Shame it wasn't in Las Vegas, but. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> Any 
anyway, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champions, with pretty much the same team they had last year, taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady getting to join a new team and show off what he's made of outside of Bill Belichick. He has more than done that. They are the first wildcard team, a five seed, to make it since, like, what, the Giants? Ravens. Ravens. I believe. Okay. I believe. Which was the, I know, which, which I, was the I, year after. You know what? You're right. I think it was the Giants. Because I think the Ravens were made it to, like, the were in the wildcard round, but I think they won their division. So gotcha. My, my okay. mistake. Okay. So, first wildcard team to make it to since the Giants. And they have dominated the entire postseason. Yeah. This matchup is, if you're a fan of one of these two teams, it, it, it is wild. But there's also there's also a sense of, for a lot of fans, a sense of you don't want either of them to win. Because either you don't like some players on the Chiefs, you don't like the fact that their mascot is the way it is, or you don't like Brady or some of their players. It's, it's a little... Uh, a little, little interesting. Yep, one hundred percent. From that front, however, still, still, people on both sides of the ball that definitely deserve it. Uh, a team is not one player. Yep. And it's gonna, it is going to be a very offensive battle. I feel. Then again, we said that about uh, Rams Patriots. Uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> so, what do you think about this matchup in Super Bowl Fifty Five? Yeah, I it's been a one it has been a matchup that I've been sitting on and thinking about which way I wanted to go with it. And I I I feel like you go back to when these two teams played earlier in the year and it, this was the game, the last game that the Buccaneers lost before they went on the win streak that they're currently still on. And that was that that was a game where the Chiefs, you know, exposed the crap out of the secondary for the Bucks um and just was running all over them and there's a very good chance that that's going to happen again in this game. I also look at the Kansas City's secondary and how tightly they were contesting the different receivers and you know that, that that they were basically sticking to everyone and making it impossible for Josh Allen to, to, to get the ball down the field at times so I recognize that I recognize that Mahomes is the next you know best thing you know in the league and it's going to be for quite some time Um, I think that in my heart I don't care who wins. I, I'll be put that straight out. I, okay. I, I okay. love both. I love both teams a lot, and I like whatever, whatever happens, happens. I feel like in my heart, I would love to see Bruce Arians get his first Super Bowl, and I feel like there's something about this this Bucks defense that has played as high as it has. I think Todd Bowles is going to somehow fight back against Eric Bieniemy. And and Andy Reid for that in, in, ter- in terms of offensive play calling, I think he's going to get the best of it, and I think I think that that's the Buccaneers are going to defensively uh, put the Chiefs run to the end. I'm going to go Buccaneers here. I I 
no way confident about it. <laughs> but I'm gonna go Buccaneers in an upset. Yeah, I'm rooting. I'm rooting for a good game as well. And usually, I do pick the underdog. If 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 I don't have a, a specific team to root for, I do pick the underdog. However, it's just you see the Chiefs and you want to say, oh, okay, they'll they're they're good, but can they do it all the time? And they have been doing it all the time. And the the Bucks secondary really worries me. the The fact that they're going to be uh, that they're going to be very very exploitable by Kansas City, mm-hmm. and in general, just seeing Kansas City's defense turn up at very important moments is some something amazing <laughs> to be yeah. to be frank. Yeah. So absolutely. I think that I, I I'm I am gonna go with Kansas City. They're they're I get they're my rooting interest for this game. I suppose. Um, yeah. I I I said uh, before the championship games. I said I'm rooting for whichever AFC team is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, because I obviously I obviously wouldn't be rooting for the Packers, and I don't want to see Brady win again. So there yeah, you go. fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be a great game. I'm super looking forward to it. I will say a part part of the reason that I I made the pick too is that I I think I since you said that you were rooting for the AFC and that you probably would pick this way, that was another reason why I wanted to go Buccaneers because I figured let's make it interesting on our, yeah. on our last last podcast. Let's go. Yeah. Let's 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 play our picks uh here. And of course, when I say last podcast, that is not necessarily that is not the case overall. No. no. Is we are this is our last podcast of the active uh season and folks i do want to thank everyone who's out there who has supported us during this wild season we we took on a very weird initiative with the vbfl and we're coming to a close soon on that well on that front um and it's just been a, a ball to do and we want to thank everyone who helped build that and I want to just thank everyone who has been with us and listening to every single episode, uh, listening to us ramble about bullshit, um, <laughs> letting us, you know, talk about uh, funny things, talk about serious things, and uh, yeah, it's just been a blast to this point. And yeah, with with how many ball jokes we make, the the fact that we can also like have some serious discussions, and I think this is the I think of of all of our podcasts, this is the best one to do it with, just since it is more of a more of a weekly thing. Uh, there are important social issues with the NFL as a league, just with the populace that it has. One hundred percent social exactly. issues affected as much as uh, as much as anything else, and and turning a blind eye, eye blind eye to them would be uh, irresponsible. One hundred percent. So yeah, uh, go go ahead if you want to. But that that being said, we do say the words ball handling a lot. <laughs> a lot especially on saturdays if you know what i mean yes oh yeah <laughs> y'all never know what, I, what we mean by that um yeah and um what's what's gonna be the off season gonna look like uh i mean right now uh the weekly podcast thing we we we're gonna do it through the rest of the ubfl at least try to get that done uh and then we'll probably be moving back to our once every two weeks you know formula that we've been that we were we were doing uh you could look forward to us rebuilding and reconstructing the vbfl for season two of that that's uh, gonna be f- fun as shit you can look forward to our big episode where we uh break down the next two entries and john boyce's you know uh you know 1776 series <laughs> uh that that'll be that'll probably be sometime in May. Uh, twenty thousand twenty one still needs to come out. 
Right, right. Yeah. Whenever when once that comes out, we'll have yes, the full slate. We will have we will have the the breakdown and, of it. And all. I would love to have a guest on for that. Whether it be oh yeah, whoever whoever it may be from our friend group. Um, I would probably love to, Walsh. Yeah, who and to get his reaction to all three entries if he if yeah. he reads all three. Yeah. Um, so we'll have that big episode, and of course we'll be covering. We'll talk free agency. We'll talk the draft. Um, you know, I there's it's still very weird times. Who knows what what craziness is going to happen? We've already seen one crazy off season thing happen already. Well, a few if you want to count, count some of these head coaching hires <laughs> that yeah. happened. Fucking David Cully. Um, but, <laughs> but, uh, well, I will say though, that was at least like the first black hire of the whole off season. Uh, that was too little, too late, uh, yeah. for the NFL on that one. Yep. Um, but, uh, uh real quick, Ur- Urban Meyer, my God. Any, oh, about that too. oh, that's going to be so bad, Chris. Yeah, um, looking forward to any, that. uh, any huge off season predictions, trades, signings, whatever. Oh, I, I, I would definitely want to do that next week, but I, okay. I, if I wanted to do like an early one here, just in case it happens in the next like week or so, I'll say there's another quarterback trade, but it does not include Deshaun Watson. Damn. I will say there, there is, and Deshaun Watson will be a Panther. Okay. That is why. That is like my biggest off-season want. I would. Yeah. I, I, I think I told you this already. If that happens, I'm buying a teal Watson jersey immediately. Yeah. Do you do the do the Bears have a first round pick this year? Yes. Hey, hey. You know. But it's a late it's a late first round pick. No. Oh, all right. Well, I I I I wouldn't. I let's not let's all rule out the Bears. You know, making up for their 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 draft mistake. You know. Can you fucking imagine that? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hold on. Hold on. We need to extend this podcast. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> The storyline of Ryan Pace being, we didn't even interview Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Before the draft. Mm-hmm. Draft Mitch Trubisky over him and Mahomes. Trubisky sucks ass. Mm-hmm. And then Ryan and then Ryan Pace somehow manages, despite like very clearly not believing in Watson and giving Watson no fucking reason to want to come here. <laughs> just, just picking him up. Just get him. He just, just gets get him. him. Hey, what's up, man? Sorry we slided you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. It's a <laughs> welcome to the team, the Bears. You know, the Bears. <laughs> here's a, here's a defense. Here's a defense. Here's, <laughs> here's uh, you know, if you can resign him, here's Allen Robinson. Here's Allen Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's cool. let's play ball. I I don't know. It, that's that is going to be one of the most intriguing off season storylines, and we'll 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 break that down. We'll we'll talk some off season stuff. Uh, in next week's uh, Super Bowl recap podcast, uh, we'll, we'll break down the game, we'll break down the winner, uh, and we will uh, go into the offseason uh, breaking that down, and we'll uh, we'll give you guys an update on what we're going to be doing for the basically the month of February, February as we close out the VUBFL. Um, indeed. It is an exciting football month, indeed. Th- once again, guys, thank you all so much. For listening, and we will see you post Super Bowl. Good super and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. <laughs>